welcome to the season finale of Deal Diary. Today we're going to be talking about and really reflecting on this journey of buying a boring business, specifically an already established one that has been around for a minimum of five years. And just I feel like since we've joined forces since August, really reflecting on our journey thus far and how we've grown and what our plans are for 2024. This episode, I feel like it's a it's a recap and it's a a testament of how far we've come in such a short period of time. And I think what we've achieved in the last 7 days when we get together, everything aligns and even though yes, it's challenging, we have hiccups, all of the things, but we seem to really get shit done. And if we reflect to last week episode, we were very much down this car wash acquisition with our CFO, Jeffrey. And I'll let Kiara, how did that conversation go with the owner last weekend? So it was very exciting. I feel like we should also mention like how the owner conversation went and yeah. how, and then followed by how we've grown versus our first owner conversation. So last week we were able to meet the broker and the owner of both car, car washes. And even though we were so nervous because it was a pivotal step in letting us know if we were going to move forward with a signed LOI or not, I feel like I was super proud of us because our LOI terms were accepted with no pushback. It was both exciting, also posed red flags because it's like, why are you not negotiating with me? And just really, I feel like how we handled, I mean, the fact that it was a two hour conversation, Mm -hmm. just walking out of there, I was super proud of us, the way we handled ourselves and the questions, the, the level of preparation But it also made me feel good because, I mean, when you also reflect back to the very first owner conversation we ever had, like we said a prayer before we were shaking. And keep in mind, the first conversation we ever had with an owner was on the phone with like two to three other people from this brokerage firm. Sans video, no video. No video. And I literally could not say a word. I was like, Kiara, you got this. And she handled it like a pro. But honestly, like I I was just kind of, I think it's one of those things where you feel nervous because there feels like there's so much pressure, especially because we really liked that business model. And it was something that was new to both of us. So we we were very much learning on the go. We were still prepared and all the things, but I was literally like starstruck in that moment. And then I actually realized I do prefer the in-person meetings because yes. you can build rapport. So last week was our first in, in-person in meeting. And it was funny because the guy rocked up. I'm not going to say anything more than that. But all of a sudden, he sat down instantly built rapport. And I'm like, oh, this is a fly in the park. I feel calm. But on the phone, I was like, you know, you're trying to navigate this conversation and you kind of step on someone's toes because you're talking over the top. And it kind of, I was like, if we have two people talking in this scenario, it's just going to get too messy. Mm-hmm. Same with our podcast. That's why we only have one person interview. Otherwise, Kiara and I just talk over the top of each other <laughs> and the, the poor guest doesn't say a word. But 
We then, let's step one step further this week, the night before, we then had a, a, a new owner. This was an automotive shop in Tucson. And this is a whole different ball game for us because normally we sit down with our laptops, we've, we've prepped our questions and we're looking face to face with our computers in front. One person's typing, one person will carry the conversation. We get there. He's like, sir, do you want to tour the shop? We know nothing about auto repair. I barely know what an engine looks like. <laughs> and so he's, we're walking through the greasy shop and, you know, I'm trying to ask questions and, you know, doing my best to, to build rapport. He was pretty old school in how he did business, which he did like the fact that Kiara, had, Kiara and I's unique skills could bring a lot to the table. But at the same time, he was like, he didn't want to sit down. He didn't want to, 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 he would have hated if we looked at a computer screen. So therefore you really have to adapt in the moment to be like, how does this person want to feel like this conversation should go? Mm -hmm. And it was very conversational. What was the one thing that you took away from our most recent conversation with an owner? I think it was two things, the biggest thing. So one while we were in Phoenix last week, we did have a meeting with our masterminds, actually her dad, he's fantastic. And he gave us such a huge piece of advice. It was very simple and small, but made the world of a difference. And he literally said, before you go into these meetings, print out the financials that they provide, the listing, and like, Go through the paper before you meet the owner and highlight the things that automatically stand out to you and questions. You're like, okay, when I meet him, have this. And I we did that. So I feel like because we didn't have the opportunity to whip out our laptops, I had the paper. So there was a moment even where you asked a question and the owner looked at the broker. I think it was about the rent or how much the rent was monthly. And I was able to answer that question. The broker was like, oh, I think it's, I was like, oh, it's this much. And it's because I had that paper and I had looked at it, you know, as we were walking around and just before. So that was the first big thing. Always print out those papers before and like do your highlighting and have your questions prepared. Should you meet an owner that doesn't want to sit down and have the laptop, you have this. And it also just shows that you're super prepared because you have it in front of you. The second thing I think was the broker's wife happened to be there too. And the fact that even she wasn't really part of the conversation, she was sitting off in the abyss, if you will. But by the end of our conversation, when we were saying our goodbyes, she had said, I think you guys are amazing. It, it, like the bravery for what you guys are setting out to do, you guys are gonna do it. And to hear that made me feel so confident of like the work that we've done and the business women we're becoming versus who we were on that first owner call with the appliance repair shop when we were saying a prayer before we hopped on the phone shaking. I was just so proud of us, the level of confidence and everything we were able to exude in that meeting and be able to adapt so quickly based on what we were seeing with the owner and how he wanted to really like facilitate and how he wanted that owner meeting to go. I think you're, you nailed it. And the fact that even though this deal is not something that we're going to pursue with an LOI, 
every time that we repeat and build this muscle, it makes me feel so much confident in our M&A process because I actually now love meeting owners. Mm -hmm. I think at the start, it was just really daunting of like, uh, you know, are they going to drill us because we don't have this industry knowledge, but now we know how to combat that. And we really know how to navigate not really knowing much about these industries, but our unique strengths will we will find the right business that suits us and where the business model is at. And unfortunately with this business, the operator was getting to his later stages in life and the owner was absentee, which is great. We love that. But at the same time, we want to go and put some nice streamlined operations in place. And at 55, we don't know if he's going to you know, resort well to that. So it's really cool because we can step back and like have a bird's eye view and be like, that was so much education in two hours, you know, actually it was, it was one hour. Don't regret it at all, but I feel closer every time that we have these conversations with these owners. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think one of the biggest things too, with that meeting with the mastermind, everything that we've learned and the more, even in Phoenix, meeting with all these bankers, meeting with someone who is specialty is real estate, all these different people with all this different knowledge that we're taking the time to network with, take them to lunch, coffee and meet with them. We're really just building our toolkit. And I saw that come like come forward in full force when we were in there because you were asking things about the industry and like the banking and things like that. And then I would pop in and ask things about real estate, very specific, very pointed questions. So I think that really demonstrated too that we know what the fuck we're doing, even though we don't have a business. Because even when they, I mean, that's always the question. Well, do you own a business already? No, we don't. But this is what we do bring to the table. And I think one you know, kind of falling back to the broker conversation and just having your talk tracks prepared, having those also prepared for the owner meeting. But more importantly, because we've been networking with all these different people that have all these different wheelhouses, we also have these questions top of mind. So when we're meeting these owners, we can ask and we're not just honing in on just the equipment or just the operations. It's like, no, talk to me about the real estate. Talk to me about your employees. Talk to me about your lease, like so many different things Mm -hmm. that we ask questions about in that owner meeting. Mm -hmm. And I could even see like out of the corner of my eye, the broker was just kind of like, oh shit. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, these girls, these girls know what they're doing, even though they're like two little girls coming into this auto body shop, you know? And I do feel that like when we step into those conversations, you can kind of see everyone be silent for a second until they hear us talk the talk and actually build rapport and talk shop with these owners. They're like, okay, they're diving deep. These aren't basic high level questions. These are questions that are from two serious buyers who have the potential to actually acquire this business. And coming back from that, what we said last week is about if you don't feel confident, that's fine. 
go into the conversation, meet with an owner that you you may not even be know that you won't buy the business. But I think building that muscle and then getting more prepared over time with your deal team. And I think you just made the most valuable note is you're not going to know everything at the start. But as soon as you start networking with people who can build your knowledge base and you can then rely on them to be like, hey, you know, like the other day we're looking at a deal for a landscaping supply distribution company and the real estate is an option to buy. We need to understand how much that rent is at a market value to then determine what the valuation of the business Mm -hmm. should be. So then I reached out to one of the the VPs of the banks that we just met. And the only reason we met this VP of the bank is because our mentor, Cody Sanchez, dad introduced us to these, you know, three high level, you know, VPs of this bank. And they would never have taken us serious if it wasn't for that intro. Mm -hmm. We had a, you know, a preliminary call with them. We then went and shook shook their hand in person. And even though we might not do business with them now, we know that they are a valuable asset to our deal team and to leverage their network. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you start getting into those rooms with people, it's like a whole new world opens up. And I just see that unfolding for us. And I'm so proud of us for being these these two young females that we are fearless yeah. in the sense of we will go into any room, shake anyone's hand if it's going to get us one step closer to our dream of acquiring, you know, our business. And I think it's cool because even the conversation just now with your dad mm-hmm. and him have being reached out to a P firm for 10 years and that follow-up process, he didn't respond to the email 10 years ago, but he kept a note of the person, who they are, what they did, and where they're from. And now you can see that paying off in tenfold. So even if you don't see the results now, yep. keep persistent. Yeah, I think that's so important. The other thing that I took away too from that owner meeting, it was <laughs> I was kind of out of like, ah, this is us putting our dick on the table, was... When the broker tried to size us up and be like, oh, well, if you want financials, you need proof of income or. No, he wanted, he, he goes, wanted, only cash. Only cash. Yes. That's what it was. Thank you. And because Ella and I were so prepared and recognized very early on that how crucial your deal team is. And because we have Joe, who is our one of our trusted advisors on our deal team, he had provided us with a pre-qualification form for an SBA loan. But I bring that up because when the broker brought that up, cash only, it's we very quickly could say, oh, we already have our SBA loan pre-qualification. Happy to send that to you once you send us the financials. And once we said that, he kind of like shut up right away. But again, it's because of all of this extra legwork that we've done behind the scenes that is so important. Yeah, like Yes, it might not be directly industry related, but it was so pertinent to that conversation. And just all of the hard work and all the conversations that we've had since August, I really saw all of it coming together in that one odor meeting. And it just 
again, even though that that was not the deal for us, it just made me so proud of how far we've come in such little time. And it makes me really excited for 2024. So Kiara and I have literally just signed a lease to live in Phoenix together. And it's really, this last week has made me realize that this is the best decision for Deal Diary because we can dead out deals. We can shake their hands. We can both represent our brand in person, which I think is really important to both of us because last night, the night before when we went and went to the automotive shop, I could not imagine going by myself. No, it was to your point. It was like, I'm more than happy. Of course, there's going to be one-off instances where we have to go alone, but having you there was great because while I'm taking notes on my phone or writing things down on our printed paper that we had prepared, I let you do your thing. And then, you know, as you're thinking of more questions, I already have my questions that prepared that while there there was maybe that one or two seconds of a lull, I was able to jump in and say, speaking of that, or or, you know, while you two, you and the owner were having a conversation, I was able to pick up on something that he said and say, you know what? So sorry. Reverting back what to you just and just like reiterating, like, no, I'm actively listening as well. And it gave me the opportunity to ask more questions. So then you could then in turn think of like, okay, what other things should I be asking? And it was just such a beautiful cadence of like back and forth. And it really did feel like a great partnership. And I think that everyone else in the room could see that too because at the end I I truly felt based on the even the broker's wife applauding us and how they interacted with us at the end of the conversation when we said our goodbyes I felt like they if we were ever to reach out again and say hey I saw this listing or even if we just emailed them and said hey just checking in thanks again for the meeting a month ago happy holidays happy new year checking in anything here refresher on my deal parameters do you have anything within this deal box i think due to the i truly believe due to the 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 rapport and what we how we presented ourselves in that meeting they would be like oh absolutely and they would invite us to come back down to meet another owner i agree and i think with that this is a really crucial part of Kiara and I's success is with our operations of our Notion portal. And if you haven't used Notion before, it's a project management tool that's very simple. The UI is not complicated, but for us being apart for most of our partnership, it's been crucial to us moving mountains in the last few months. Mm -hmm. And I think with that, that's going to get taken to a whole new level next year with our follow-up process with the brokers, with any maybe owners that we've met and we know that they're willing to sell in the next couple of years or months, et cetera. So if you don't have a process like that, we are giving out our free template. And this is for our prospects of our deal pipeline. So what I would say is follow us on Instagram, send us a DM with your email and we will send you that. It's completely free. It's just a template. We'll send you a Loom video of how it works. But that's really helped us if you are partnering up or you want to actually track your deals and understand where they're valuing at, why you liked that one, why you didn't. It's really helped us to actually then look back and be like, that was funny. We were going down that industry. I actually really liked that industry. Mm -hmm. Let's now create a lead list and start targeting those people that is in our 
you know, area of location. I think that's next year what we're so excited about is just going and like trying to figure out who the owner is, bring them a coffee, say, hey, like this is what we're doing. Like has this exit plan been a a thought process for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think on top of that too, what really brought us to say, oh, we should share this template with people is because it has been an expressed need within our mastermind. And I don't know if, if, you, if this is the same for you, but I definitely took for granted just because of both of our tech background and like tech sales, like we know how to make a territory planner. We know how to track our sales or prospects and things like that. And I just assumed other people knew how to do that too. But yeah. once we shared it with a greater mastermind group and the influx of people that we got that said, oh, I actually would love to see that because I've been trying to figure out how to track that. That was like our light bulb moment to say, oh my gosh, if we have an opportunity to give back to people, to help them organize better, happy to do it. So that's really why we're doing it because I don't know, we just assumed people were already doing that, but it's because of our experience and our background. That's what it just came so easy to us. So that's really why we're you know, want to share our template. because, And then also, if you do request the template, I think we're also very open to feedback. Like, hey, this is how you can make it better. Great. We'll change it or we'll add to it and things like that. So I don't know. I'm just really excited for 2024. We've really like laid the foundation so we can take off running in the new year. And I'm really excited for us. What's your biggest personal goal for 2024? And deal diary goal i think i'll start with deal diary obviously our first acquisition Mm -hmm. that's like hands down i know i i know and believe we will acquire our first service-based business in 2024 i can feel it i can taste it it's there it's gonna happen Woo! (laughs) (laughs) and personal goal actually well this is kind of like a deal diary but also personal i guess it's like twofold because we're buying in Arizona, I think like we talked about like learning Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to learn Spanish. But I think also too, one area of opportunity that I've recognized within our bank meetings and just like reviewing financials is really strengthening my understanding of the financial piece. And because the, the financial piece, yes, while it applies to deal diary in our businesses and analyzing, but also looking at your own personal net worth and like how you can be more strategic. And instead of, you know, we're paying for these services for our like business and taxes and CPA, all these things. So how can I also take that knowledge and apply it to my, my personal life too? I definitely want to be more well-versed on like the financial, not just lean in on other people to do it for me. I want, even though we have people in our deal team to walk us through that. I want to be able to like completely follow the conversation as well. Yeah. Cause there's definitely times where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying right now. I have no idea. Yeah. I think that's a testament to us is like, we know our weaknesses and we know exactly what we need to improve on for next year. So my deal diary goal, besides the acquisition, because that's an obvious thing that's going to fulfilled for us, but I'm really excited for networking face-to-face because mm. I feel like I've been doing so many Zoom calls with investors 
And I really want to be able to go to the golf course and talk shop (laughs) with these VPs of investment banks and all of the things because one of my unique strengths that I don't bring out enough out of laziness is actually I, I really do like the whole boys club. Like I actually, I do like being a tomboy and going and doing all of the the fun activities. So that's really, I'm really excited to create a community here. And I think my personal goal is to really work on my, kind of like my routine. I want to get back into a, a healthy routine of, you know, work, balance, content creating, but then also like having fun because I think the last 12 months has been like very strenuous on my personal life, but I want to be surrounded by people that I feel inspired by. And that can be like for any types of walks of life, but I'm just excited to have a home. It's like my first ever home in the U S. Yes. So thank you so much for tuning into our last episode of 2023 and we'll see you in the new year. You guys, 2024 is going to be fantastic. We have some really exciting content and guest speakers lined up. So be sure to tune in. Happy fucking new year. And we will see you in 2024. Toodles. Yeah.